This is the When Life Happens podcast, the real podcast all about helping real people overcome real life issues successfully. And since life never stops, let's get after it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I'm your host, William Jackson, and we are here for another opportunity to live, learn, and grow together. This is a continuation of last week's episode where we discussed relationship recovery. And in that episode, we gave some tools of what to do when it doesn't work. And we're going to expound further on that. So if you haven't listened to the last episode on Relationship Recovery Part 1, stop now, go take a listen, and then catch us up where we can all be on the same page, moving in the same direction. So the last one that we left off with was digging up the root identifying where the root of the issue began because if I am operating from a level where I'm addressing pedals I will continue to address pedals in every single situation just reacting and being triggered by things that have nothing to do with the core root of what's going on inside of me can I be very honest that digging up process can be very scary It can feel very daunting to have to go back and trace where the initial trauma or the initial hurt took place because there are so many things that we as children become masters at internalizing. When we see things, when we experience things from a very young age, we learn how to tuck it away. We learn how to take what we see, what we feel, some of our fears and insecurities, and we tuck them away. And it is very daunting at times to go and travel back down memory lane to figure out why am I so easily triggered when someone takes my things without asking? Why am I so easily triggered when I feel like someone is questioning me? Could it be that I grew up in a military style home where orders were barked at me all the time and I could never have a reprieve to just be a kid? Why am I so triggered at the fact that when I feel that even though people are trying to help me and assist me and the person that I'm connected to and I'm in relationship with and I'm married to are are trying to do their best to help me, but I take that as a threat and I feel like I have to do it all on my own and I have this Superman complex. Could it be because I was placed in a situation where when I grew up, I had to fend for myself. So anything outside of that reality is now a threat and now I'm being triggered by pedals when someone is trying to assist me to be the best version of myself. How can I get to the place where I go back and trace the root? Can Listen, listen to me. I advise, this is just my advice, don't go at this process alone. This is when you need someone to help navigate these emotions and feelings and these experiences because when you start going back and digging things up, you'll actually start to remember how much you tried to forget. 
And that anger and that hurt and that resentment and that bitterness can literally take over your life. So when you're digging up roots, get somebody to help you. Have somebody who has the awareness and the language for your future, who has an understanding of how to give insight and perspective, not just anybody. Don't just go to your friend because you guys have been friends for 20 years and they have some awareness or familiarity with the things that you've gone through. You need people who have language for these specific places. If the trauma was abuse, if the trauma was um, belittlement, if the trauma was you were bullied, if the trauma was whatever the, it could be, you need someone who has the perspective and the language to help navigate you through those intense emotions that will arise when you start digging up that foundation. Because once I start cracking this foundation and digging up roots, I'm going to expose things that I maybe have tried hard to forget. But if you don't do the work of digging up the root, you will continue to repeat the cycle. And then you'll just say, well, well, you know what? I'm just triggered where, you know what? Things are, uh, you, you, you remind me of this and, and you keep doing what they did and you're just like them. No, maybe it is. You just haven't healed from what they did to you. Because maybe there are certain things that the person that you're connected to has wired within them that will help you provoke you to be the best version of yourself. But you got to make sure that you've dug up the root so that you don't misappropriate these situations. And you don't take everything as disrespect. Oh, you disrespecting me. No, no. I just said we need to talk about the plan for our home. Oh, 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 you trying to say that I'm not this and I'm not that? No, no. That's that's unhealed trauma there. Because if we can't focus on the here and now, and we're blowing up over things that have absolutely nothing to do with this specific situation, that is a clear indication that there is something that needs to be dealt with and there is a root that needs to be dug up I implore you if you want to have any relationship of value please do the work of digging up the root that's why you have therapists that's why you have psychiatrists that's why you have life coaches that's why you have people who have gone to school who have trained in the 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 human psyche who have spent years and effort growing to have an awareness of helping people navigate these situations by all means by all means get with a professional because when we start talking about trauma and that pain starts to rear its head, it can be crippling if you don't have the proper system in place, support system, mental system, emotional system. If you don't have a system in place for when you start actually dealing with these things, it can literally take control of your entire life. 
and you'll spiral. So dig up the root because not digging up the root and allowing this cycle to control your life is worse because even if you did spiral in the moment, digging it up so that you can heal it will set you free for your entire life. It'll set you free forever. And can I take it a step further? If you don't dig up the root of what happened to you, you will pass that root down to your children. Because when a root takes place, like when it, when it lodges in a specific place, it affects everybody who comes in contact with it. In this family tree and its lineage, everybody that comes after you has to face the ramifications or the consequences of every decisions that we are making. If there are roots that are left of bitterness and resentment and trauma and anger and rage and, and all of these negative emotions, you pass that root down to someone else to have to deal with it. So this is why we have to dig it up now, because if I don't dig it up, then my son has to dig it up. And if he doesn't dig it up, then the same cycle that controlled my life is going to control his life. And if he doesn't dig it up, then my grandson is going to have to be faced with it. And here's the thing. The root gets stronger every generation it's passed on. Every generation it gets stronger. That's why you got to be intentional of always going inward, looking in the mirror, not just at what I could have done better or not just at what I have done wrong, but what are the roots that are there that I need to address? What's some unresolved issues that I keep sweeping under the rug? Because if I don't reach under that rug and handle what's under there, I am passing it on to my children. And so many people have received an inheritance of bitterness. They have inherited resentment and anger and rage and wrath. Things that had nothing to do with them. You can see it and identify it when there are children who just are prone to just being angry or violent. And they just want to fight and scratch and kick and, and not just your average wrestling, right? Where you just, you're playful, but these kids who just, you can see it in their face where they just look like they want to do you harm. <laughs> can I be very honest with you? That's a root that was passed down. So if I don't dig up the root, I'm just passing it on to the next generation. And I want to leave my children an inheritance of not just financial success, but mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical success. I don't want to leave them anything negative. But in order for me to ensure that I don't, I got to dig up the root. So what's the next one? When it doesn't work, what's the next thing that we have to do? We have to isolate the incident. Isolate the incident. So I'm going to read this excerpt. 
And in the chapter, when it doesn't work, it says this. As an avid sports fan, I love basketball. Basketball is one of those sports that although it's a team game, when a particular player is off, it is clearly noticed. It would amaze me when I would watch a shooting guard miss 10 shots in a row, but he still continues to shoot. I used to wonder why in the world won't they just pass the ball? I can remember times that I am actually yelling at the television, pass the ball, as if they could hear me. Without fail, they would shoot again and again and again until finally they made one shot. All of a sudden, they would hit another, then another. They somehow caught fire, and here's the reason why. In the mind of a shooter, every shot they take, they expect to go in. So when one doesn't, they isolate the miss as a single incident, and they remove it from their conscious. Do you know why we never worry about the negative aspects of certain people like Michael Jordan, Thomas Edison, and even Beethoven? It took Thomas Edison over 1,000 tries to create the light bulb. Can you imagine how many times he had to isolate the fact that he didn't get it right to give his all into the next version that he was creating? A thousand tries? Michael Jordan is known as the greatest basketball player of all times who was cut from his high school basketball team. Beethoven, the famous composer, was told by a music teacher that he was a hopeless composer because he handled the violin awkwardly and preferred playing his own compositions as opposed to improving his technique. But the reason why we don't hear about this, the reason why people don't focus on the fact that it took Thomas Edison 1,000 tries, that Michael Jordan got cut from his basketball team, that Beethoven, who's one of the most famed composers of all time, was called hopeless, is because they isolated the incident and didn't allow that one moment, or in the case of Thomas Edison, that thousand moments, <laughs> to control their perspective and limit their ability to see past this moment. When things don't work, we have to get into the habit of isolating the incident. This relationship didn't work. That doesn't mean that all men are this or all women are that. This relationship didn't work. This job didn't pan out. But what happens is we have traumatic experiences and we start entering into the place of generalization. We start generalizing groups of people. I got my heart broken. That means all men are dogs. All women cheat. And we got to get to the place where we are isolating the incident. No, this one moment in time didn't work out. But if I don't allow this one moment to prevent me from moving forward, I will still have everything I need to seek after everything I desire. Because when you get to a place where you can move out of a situation that didn't work and seek something else with your whole heart, with your whole mind, with your whole spirit, 
that's when you access the fullness of any opportunity that awaits you. But what happens is we come out of situations and we leave pieces of ourselves in these past situations. So now when I'm trying to pursue love, I'm trying to pursue it from a fragmented perspective. And until I become whole, even in my pursuit, I will not be able to accomplish the things that I really desire to accomplish, to have the love and the marriage that I really desire to have. I got to go back and isolate the incident and claim those pieces that I left in those situations when I start generalizing groups of people. When you isolate the incident, no matter how many misses you have, you keep shooting, but you commit to every shot as if it's going to go in. Because that last miss was an isolated incident. So when things don't work, you got to isolate that and not allow that to bleed into every aspect of your life. Oh, my relationship failed, so my life is over. Oh, oh, this ended, and I'm, I got fired, so now I have no purpose. What? You got to isolate that incident because you are more than your experiences. You are more than just what happens in a relationship. You are more than what you do. You are smart. You are incredible. You are talented. You are gifted. You are full of so much purpose. But you got to isolate the incidents. Otherwise, that tainted perspective will prevent you from actually giving your full self to what you really want and what you really desire. So what's the next thing that we got to do? After we isolate the incident, the key to moving on effectively is learning to be grateful. Now, I can hear you. I can hear you already. There is no way this man is telling me to be grateful when I had the greatest heartbreak of my life where my life literally was left in shambles, ashes, and ruin. There is no way this man is telling me to be grateful. And 100%, I am telling you, yes, I am. I am telling you that in order for you to move on effectively, you have to be grateful for every season. Every experience, the ones that hurt the most taught you the most. The things that were the most painful developed you in ways that you would have never developed had you not gone through this situation. You aren't qualified to access the fullness of your dreams until you have developed to the point where you are able to sustain them. And the greatest area of development is in moments of hurt, heartbreak, pain, loss, lack, because a loss teaches you much more than a win. So many things can be extracted from a loss. 
So many things can be extracted from a failed marriage. So many things can be extracted from a job or a business that didn't pan out. Because say, for instance, you jumped out there and it worked. And I'm not saying that I I want anything to fail. What I'm saying is you can look back in everything that didn't work and be grateful for what you learned. Because say, for instance, you go out, you, you try and it doesn't work. You learn more about yourself. You learn more about how you need to apply yourself in different ways. The things that you might have allowed to happen that now you've established boundaries and perspective. You've grown in a level of strength to be able to speak up for yourself and not just take certain things. You grow in a level of understanding of how to communicate in a greater fashion. So many things you can derive or pull from a loss or a failed situation. Because the truth is, you didn't fail. You only fail. You didn't F-A-I-L. You just F-E-L-L. You only fail when you refuse to get up after you fall. Everything is a lesson. Everything. If you talk to any business owner, they will tell you how many losses they took. I can't tell you how many things I tried that didn't work. But I can look back on everything I tried and be grateful. Because it made me stronger. It made me wiser. It made me be more intentional. It made me be more focused. It made me be, check this, more selective. It made me focus in on what I allowed, what I willingly embraced, what I supported, what I was complicit in. When I go back, I can be grateful because everything I learned made me better. It made me better. And every loss you've experienced in life, if you actually go back and extract the lessons, it will make you better. But if you're not careful, if you look back with the wrong perspective, it will make you bitter. And you got to get to the place where you say, okay, you know what? That didn't work, but I'm grateful for what I learned. I'm grateful that I am in a better space. I'm grateful that the things that I wanted to work didn't work. Because how many things can you be honest to say that if it had worked, your life will be completely different. If it had worked, you may not be in the place or the prime position for you to accomplish so much greatness. Sometimes the things that didn't work were the blessing. So you got to be grateful for everything Because all things are working together for your good. The bad, the ugly, the indifferent, everything is working for your good. It's just the process of identifying the good even in the bad. And those who can find the good and be grateful are those who have the ability to move forward into success a lot quicker 
than those who stop and focus on what didn't work and why it didn't work and the pain of the loss. So you got to be grateful. And the last thing that you got to do when it doesn't work is you got to be willing to move forward. To head in a direction that challenges you to think forward in a direction that keeps you focused on your future so that you don't have the time, the energy, and the effort to reflect and reminisce on your past. You have to move forward. You got to be willing to get up and do something. Okay, that didn't work. All right, let me get up and get myself together. Let me better myself. Let me make sure that I am putting myself in a situation to win next time. What can I do? What books can I read? What podcasts can I listen to? What classes and courses and seminars can I attend? What skills can I develop? This is how I move forward. Because if you don't move forward, the tendency is you'll stop and begin to look back. And every time you look back, your thoughts will begin to drift back. And wherever your thoughts go, your heart will go. And wherever your heart is, that's where your treasure is. And you'll begin to drift back into those places. Even if you're not physically there, you'll be there mentally and emotionally. And you'll have that cycle loop where you won't be thinking about it for a certain amount of time. But because we haven't done all these steps, you, you go through a certain time period where you feel like, yeah, I'm okay. And then eventually it'll come back up because we haven't gone through all of the steps. So you got to be willing to move forward because a lot of times trauma or divorce or things that didn't work out, that situation has the power to cripple people from even wanting to try again. People who go through devastating breakups and divorces and relationships. It has the propensity to get you to a space where you say, I'm never going to do that again. I'm going to be very honest with you. I can't tell you how many times I said I was never going to do something. Because I was talking out of hurt. I wasn't healed. I didn't do the steps. I didn't do the work. Well, I said I was never going to try this again. And if I had held on to that, man, the blessings and the life that I live now, I would have never been able to experience if I hadn't been willing to move forward, to be forward thinking, to, to move myself in a direction towards what I really desire. If I had never decided to move past what I felt I would have been stuck in the same cycles. And it's time for all of us to break these cycles and move forward into the life that we love, that we desire. You deserve to be in a place where you have fulfillment. You deserve to live a fulfilled life. You do. You do. The dreams that you have, like you deserve to be able to access that. And you can't allow something that happened in the past to cripple you from being able to go after it in the future. And here's the truth. 
you can't oftentimes do it alone. When you need that motivation, when you need a plan, you need a plan of how to move forward. That's why I do what I do. That's why I have the courses on my website. That's why I have all of the resources available because we need plans. Because if I just think that I'm going to aimlessly end up in my dream place or my dream relationship or my dream job and I'm just going to bump into it, I'm living in an unrealistic point of view. I got to be willing to move forward. I got to be willing to stop and grieve. I got to be willing to look in the mirror. I got to be willing to dig up the roots. I got to be willing to isolate these incidents. I got to be willing to be grateful for everything that has happened in my life. And I got to be willing to move forward. Because if I can do that, I will be able to go after again the things that I've desired my entire life. And I'm telling you, you can have it. You can have it. Reach again. Dream again. Believe again. I don't care what didn't work out. Wherever you are now is where you are supposed to be. And if you take these moments in time to really tap into the opportunity that you have available to you, I'm telling you, your life will never be the same. You can do it. You just got to do the work. Now, work oftentimes isn't easy. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy, but I'm telling you it's going to be worth it. Because if you put the work in, the life, the love, and the experiences that you desire to have will be yours forever. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I hope that you found this episode both impactful and inspiring. Before you go, like and share the show, subscribe to it, leave us a comment, rate us and review us on all podcast platforms. Your engagement helps us reach more people and create a better show. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you're interested in more resources and tools of how to live a fulfilled life and step fully into your purpose or purchase your copy of the life-changing book, When Life Happens, head over to www.theofficialwilliamjackson.com for more information. Until next time, keep rising, keep thriving. And remember that no matter what life throws your way, you have everything inside of you you need to overcome and succeed when life happens.